You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Welcome back. Episode 89 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. And Gorak. Uh, the Matthew Hatchet episode. The greatest 89 in history. I bet you there's some 89 that we don't remember. That's like, what about that 89? Uh, yeah, maybe, but, you know. Nobody uses 80s anymore. With 89, 88, 87, 86, like... No, we've got 82 in Rudolph, 84 in Irv Smith Jr., and 83 in Conklin. 82, 83, 84, that's it for 80s. Oh, and Chinezza, Chine- yeah, 85. What is 85? Idiot. Can't even pick up a fumble. Oh. You know, <laughs> he's fast, and he and it's fun watching him fly down there, but I do just wish he would like learn to control himself a yeah, little better. Yeah, he's like the classic terrible gunner that just runs right by people. Like I like that he at least gets down there, but come on. No. What was the fumble that he missed? Why am I blank? I know he did it, but now I'm blanking on. Um, oh, on the kickoff to start the second half. Yeah, on the kickoff. Someone caused a fumble and it like bounces right to him, and he bobbles it, and that's not Off helpful. It goes. No, could have could have could have started a comeback right there, but probably not. But you certainly can't by not getting it. Exactly. You know, you know I mean, it was almost as good as an onside kick, which apparently we suck at. Yeah. So. <laughs> that was, I, I don't know if you saw that on Twitter, like people getting on Zimmer for like t- saying that. Because oh. in his press conference, he had said he was like, um, onside kicks, terrible, you know, something like that. And people are like, oh yeah, really, really, that's the problem, you know, or like, but like, if you listen to it, he's like, can't play offense, can't play defense, we can't uh, pick up fumbles, can't can't kick the ball onside. Like he listed like five things, and then people just wanted to like take that one kick the ball. Well, because the problem is you got like you know some reporter that just tweets out that one quote of like onside kicks were terrible, and then everyone's like, way to go Zimmer. Like, well, why don't you worry about your defense and then worry about the kicker? It's like he was just saying we sucked in all phases. Yeah, so. and you know, onside kicking. Like, yeah, I know you hardly ever do it. But Dan Bailey is very bad at it. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, those were terrible. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I, I don't know if I don't think I texted you. I think I text Ben. I was like, those are two of the worst onside kicks I've ever seen. And we're starting off on the wrong topic, I'm sure. Like everyone's like, who the fuck cares? But those were atrocious like, onside the kicks. The ball just rolled right to it. The first one, yeah. He just kicked it right to the guy. Like slowly, like like basically like a long handoff to him. And then the second one was like, I guess his attempt to go get it himself. And he kicked it way too far, and then some dude just knocked him on his ass, which I appreciated. So, I mean, I guess if you're going to play terrible offense, terrible defense, then why not yeah. play terrible special teams too? Like, just lose out all three phases. Yeah, we, at least we lose as a team. Um, okay, so we lost uh, horribly, embarrassingly. Yep, the score made it uh, closer than it actually was. Yeah, it was... Because we had that... Uh, late touch to Jefferson, yeah. which was fucking awesome. Uh, just because he's awesome. Best part of the game right Only there. good part of the game. Um, I I would say at this point, I think I was wrong about the season. Um, I don't... I think the people that were kind of like, they're too young, they're... Too inexperienced on defense. Yeah. I could have seen a different outcome if we didn't lose Hunter, lose Pierce, lose Barr, not have a preseason, not have a training camp, you know. But in the end, we're one and five. Yep. Uh... And it's not just this team we were wrong on. Apparently, there's two other teams in our division that we were wrong on as well. <laughs> uh, I know. Well, to be fair, <laughs> we said that all three suck and we'd be good. So apparently, we're completely delusional. I don't know what we're like. Yeah. Take take our Minnesota Viking <laughs> takes with a grain of salt because we. 
Usually I thought we were good at this, but this season really makes me feel dumb. I, I will still claim the Bears are not a good team. Uh, they're a good defense, though. They're like, how is that, that team always somehow wins so ugly? Because that team, that defense only gives up 13 points, and they only need two yeah. touchdowns. Well, it's not going to get it done in the playoffs. You can't. You just, it's, they're just going to be a. Sh- they're not going to make the playoffs. I'm going to say that right now. Packers are really good, though. Even though they lost to Tampa and actually got kind of worked by Tampa, Detroit sucks. Detroit sucks. Uh, Cleveland rocks, like Drew Carey used to say. What team was I right on? Because I, I feel like there's I was thinking about it. There's I was, one team that I nailed that I can't remember who it was. I was right on the Chiefs. Oh, yeah? I knew, yep, I knew they'd be good. Yeah, good, call on, <laughs> good call on that one. Rams, wrong. Cowboys, wrong. Uh, I like the Eagles. They're terrible. But they got, like, decimated Panthers, injuries. Panthers, uh, they're, hey, yeah. they look like pretty good. Yeah. A lot of teams. We, said, we said they wouldn't be they wouldn't be good, but they wouldn't be terrible. We the over. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll go back at our over-under podcast at the end of the year, and we'll see. Ooh, I nailed the Jets. Knew they'd be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Good call. Good call. Anyways, back to the Vikings. One and five. Uh, at this point, season's probably, you know, the whole us being like, okay, if you can win like most of your games, you should win. Well, Atlanta was like right there. That's one of them you should have won. A winless team, new coach. They didn't even get to practice every day because they had a COVID scare. And you got your ass kicked. So probably time to start looking towards 2021. Yeah, and with that uh... – Assuming Coach Simmer is going to be around next year, like he's got to take a real deep look at his coaching staff, I would say. Yeah, uh, I think. Yeah, I, a lot of people want to fire Zimmer. A lot of people want to fire Spielman. I, I get that. Like, uh, the way that we're one in five, like, you know, that, that is grounds for termination. But yeah, I, if you just sure. look at the body of work and not just a single season where you're kind of screwed over by, you know, lack of training camp due to COVID, just. All there's, a, there's, there. I guess you could call them excuses, or you could call them like these are the reasons, like why things have kind of fallen apart. You tried to like retool in a year where all of a sudden you didn't have a training camp. Probably not very helpful. Um, but I could also see like the Wolves just being like, "This is fucking stupid. I don't want to be one and five And I, I, I can't see us firing uh, Zimmer midseason unless we like are like one in twelve. I f- yeah, I, I feel like it would have to be like you get blown up by the, the Packers and then also lose to Detroit or something. Like the year we fired Childress, because we had just gone all the way to the title game, and then the very next year they had extended him and everything. So that was fresh off an extension. But that team like collapsed in a really ugly way. Like isn't that when we traded for Randy Moss? We traded like, for Moss, that locker room Harbin was in shambles. Yeah, that's what, like, I don't know if he's completely lost the locker room. Like I don't know if I, but you're not hearing like a bunch of like, I mean, the Cowboys are already talking that there's a bunch of players upset with Mike McCarthy. Like, you're not really getting that. You got you know Jets players on Twitter getting mad and then getting cut and traded. We talked about Le'Veon Bell wanting to be traded. Well, it was just cutting him. So I don't know. Nothing like that's happened. So I think you're right that they'll just let Zimmer play out the season. It's a COVID year. Like unless we go like four and twelve, then they'll probably fire him at the end of the year. Yeah. Whatever. But we can probably next week by week, so maybe we can get into that you know, the future of the team more then. Should we kind of maybe jump into the Seahawks game specifically? The Seahawks game? Oh, the... Uh, the Falcons game. God. Let's talk about the Seahawks game. That was a better, that was a better loss than this last loss. Uh, yeah. How well, does that happen? How do you go up 13-0 on a great Seahawks team and then just get... Tr- I feel like... Have we, did we get that fourth and in inches? Okay, hear me out. Fourth and in inches, you beat the Seahawks, you come in... Like, not – I feel like their spirits were broken. It was like we blew a game, 
And now you come in and it just seems like we the came out totally flat. The announcers kind of mentioned something like that, how the Falcons, you know, you lose two games like heartbreaking fashion, like they blew a lead and whatnot. Yeah. And it just takes a lot out of you. And I can definitely see that on Sunday night. You know, you come within 25 seconds of a victory of beating an undefeated Seahawks team. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that takes a lot out of you. It's like we gave them our best punch and it failed. And now it's one in four. Ah, the Falcons. We don't like. They're not good, but like, uh, I just feel like bye weeks coming. We just look like we came out there and just didn't even have yeah. it. Yeah, and the Falcons looked fired up. Like they might have been like, finally, Dan Quinn's out of here. You know, let's roll with Raheem Morris because they were blowing off the defensive line. Like our offensive line was just getting pushed back. It was funny hearing the announcers say like, oh, you know, they're playing this game like they're playing for Dan Quinn. It's like, no, they're playing this game because he's out of here, dude. I talked to the players. They loved him. Did they? Did they really love him? Because what would they have told you? Like, I suck. I'm glad he's out of here. It's like, they don't give a fuck. I mean, I'm sure some of them liked him and some didn't and. Sure the, they sure the seem fire up the first game that he's not there, ready to roll. Yep. Uh, all right, well let's talk Falcons. Should we start with the start with the bad and go into the good? There ain't a lot of good. Yeah, I don't know much good at all. I mean, we can roll with the bad. Let's start with the bad. What's your What's your first Troy? Troy, as in Troy Williamson, bad, bad player. We do the Teddies. The Teddies are good yep, for new Teddy. listeners. Um, we're gonna start with the. Bad. Let's start with the bad. I think it'll be most of it, and then we'll you know we'll talk about Jefferson at the end. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'll I'll start with uh, cornerback play. That's one of mine. Uh, I'll say I, specifically in coverage. Okay. Yeah. Definitely. Because I was gonna say you know I was gonna single out like Cam Dantzler. It's definitely in coverage, but he's a very good tackle. Like he made so it's weird because like he made some good plays in uh, the run game. Gladney and, and him are both really good in the run game. Yeah, uh, I think Gladney's got like a. I know PFF is PFF, but like he's like one of the best grades in the run. Really? Yeah, and they will tackle really well. I mean, you could almost do that as a Teddy. You know, their tackling ability. Problem is their coverage is poor. The uh, I guess the first Julio touchdown with Cam Dantzler having safety help up top from Harrison Smith, and he. I, if I remember correctly, did he just kind of like turn around and just hands-on Cam uh, Julio Jones because he did not give him help himself at all outside. He just kind of like stu- snuck inside him and Julio just bolted right it, around him. It was like basically bracket coverage where Harrison Smith has the inside and Cam has the outside. Yep. And he not only jumps to the inside, he gets in Harrison Smith's way. So suddenly he's wide open. Dantzler has had some like good plays but he's had some real head scratchers. Like, it's like, dude, what the fuck? Last, yeah. You know, the Metcalf stuff, and then and on that play, it's like, you just completely had like a mental lapse. Like, you had safety help. All you had to do, I mean, he was going to run an out route. You would have just been standing there, and he'd have been completely covered. And I think that comes with him being a rookie and not having time, you know, in, in training camp and OTAs and whatnot to – you know, you can kind of fix that mental stuff where, like... I, I, it's, right wor- it's worrisome that it's, like, I could be told, hey, you have Harrison Smith on the inside. Don't go to the inside of the receiver. Like, Do I don't know what preseason's going to help you. I mean, I guess just learning by doing it repeatedly, but, like... Or, hey, this is called man-to-man defense. So don't just leave your man. Yeah. I'm a little concerned that these are, like, just, like, complete... 
mental lapses. Like, just dropping the ball completely. It isn't like, oh, I, you know, I don't know. I got, I got outplayed by Julio Jones. You didn't get outplayed because of anything Julio did. You just blew coverage. Yeah, he got embarrassed. I, yeah, it's not, it's not like he got embarrassed by Julio Jones, but, like, his play was just embarrassing. Yeah, and that's just one play. I think I did my usual, like, why did a play go wrong, and he had, like, seven. And, I mean, that includes all the times they run, you know, an eight-yard out route. Yep. Because we play so soft. And Zimmer, after the game, was like, it's, we just didn't challenge him. Our corners played way too soft. He actually said they he thought they might be looking, peeking in at the run game a little too much, which might be why they're so damn good at it, because they're looking back in the field and, oh, shit, hold on, here comes Julio Jones at me. So, yeah, Dance are bad. Gladney, bad. They both had really bad games. But, like, the Gladney touchdown to Julio, I actually forgive him far more than the Dantzler one. The one where he fell down? Well, yeah, and because, like, you got Matt Ryan scrambling out. Julio's basically blocking him. And then Matt Ryan and Julio, who have played together for, you know, 10 years, both instantly go, oh, I know what we're going to do here. Julio yeah. busts downfield. Matt Ryan stops right at the line of scrimmage, drops over top. Gladney falls over. Like, I get it. At least he, like, lost because he fell over. And, like, it's better than, like, completely blowing the coverage and, like, just charging in it. Matt Ryan. I mean, he got fooled. I don't know. That's a tough one. You try to cover that play. I think I don't think a lot of corners would mess that up. Yeah, I agree. I and that's just like one of those plays that they used to have. I've seen that play before. It used to when we were really bad, that play seemed to happen all the time. Yeah, like someone would leave the guy and they're like, "Oh, we'll just drop it over the top and usually, yards." Usually, it happens when you're playing like you know Rogers or Wilson. Usually, you don't yeah. get you don't get tricked by Matt Ryan. Yeah, well, there's a really good exp- play by those two. Yeah, right? it was, and like just. I mean, Matt Ryan's been in the league for, what, 15 years? Yeah. Like, that's just something he knows what to do. He's like, oh, I can get two yards here, or I can stop right now and throw it over the top. And, and Julio's probably got, what, five inches on three, four? I mean, he's yeah. got a lot more length, too, than Gladney. Gladney's not, like, the longest player. It's kind of like Ryan and Julio made a great play on that one. They didn't make a great play on the Dantzler play. They just threw an out route, yeah. and Dantzler blew the coverage. So, But Gladney also gave up. There was like a slot fade deep down the field. Um, I know Russell Gage completely shook him a few times over the middle. Gladney had a bad game. He had like six plays where I, I wrote down that he was the reason. Yeah, Glad- Gladney was not good. No. Gladney, Dantzler, Harrison Hand. Uh, I was going to say, and then <laughs> Poor Hughes, got, Hughes got hurt. <laughs> Got thrown to the dogs. I mean, seemed like he was covering Kelvin Ridley a lot on the outside, and that that poor, like you said, poor fellow. First snaps in the NFL, and he's out there. <laughs> what Mike Hughes again? Neck injury? Like that doesn't seem great. Should have taken Lamar Jackson. <laughs> yeah, that would have been smart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, the corners bad, really bad. Yeah, it kind of sucks after the last week's game too because the Seahawks game were like they played pretty good. Dantzler had a couple mess ups, but like overall, we kind of held their receivers in check. It was almost like Dantzler. It was until the last drive until now. Like yeah, yeah, it's been terrible. Uh, okay, let me throw out a what do we call him? Troy. Yep. I'm gonna say. Let me pull out a little list here. No, I can't find it, so hold on. Uh, Troy's. Um, let's see. I'm going to say Chad Beebe. Can we just not have him as a person? I'm on your I'm on your board. Like, he, <laughs> Thank you. He gets, like, kind of open sometimes, but he's so small and worthless that, like, most of the time they just, like, reach around him and bat it down. Or there was a play that he, th- like, Kirk threw to the back of the end zone. And it's like, why? Why? He's too small. He can't do anything. I just... 
I just I don't want to see him. I he, don't want to. I don't want him to be around. He just, was one of mine, and like. Yeah, he's he's so bad in the passing game. And the worst part is, is when he is actually open, Kirk doesn't throw to him. Yeah, you know I, when just, when people seem to forget that he's there, it's like oh he's open and he throws it somewhere else. And it's like oh well, Chad, there goes Chad Beebe's one good play for Chad. The day. Be- I think he had one first down catch, and on that exact same play, Justin Jefferson made a great route and was open in the end zone. But I mean, he saw Beebe first, threw it to him. Whatever it is, what it is. But pretty sure most of Beebe's catches were like. He looks downfield, everyone's covered, and then it's like, oh, here's the two-yard pass to BB, so we can just punt. Yeah, I can't, I can't stand Chad Beebe. Uh, does he – he is a decent gunner. He's a lot like but more controlled than Dan Chinezza. Yeah. And he, he seems like a very secure punt returner. Like he doesn't seem to ever bobble it or anything, yeah. at least I just, so far this year. Not I just, it's, a third just, receiver. Can we just always line up Irv Smith? with the two receivers and just stop with the other guys. Honestly, can we find a way to use BC Johnson as a third? I know we clearly like Jefferson on the outside and Thielen. Can we teach BC how to run underneath throws? Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's what he would be good at. That would be his bread just and butter. Bit, yeah, just like a big slot receiver like yeah. Chris Godwin. Like, let's do it. Can we get it? Is Alexander Hollins, can we just at least, like, give him some run over Chad Beebe? I, I get what they're doing. They like, oh, wait, this is our best slot guy, so we'll put him in when we're running three wide and we want a guy there, but he just, I just... Nothing good came from throwing to him. No, maybe maybe throw Thielen back in the slot and then have BC, BC run on the outside. outside yeah, uh, or Alexander Hollins just running run deep. Routes. Yep, run just deep. that's that's what I want you to trade do. for. John Ross, he's out there demanding trades. Uh, what do you got for a Troy from that game? Uh, I had Chad Beebe corners and notes. Notes, notes. I haven't looked at them yet. Um, Alexander Madison in the run game. I know, like, we didn't have many opportunities to run the ball, but it seems like every time Alexander Madison gets the opportunity to start, he never performs as well as when he's, like, spelling Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I mean, for all the people that are just like, Dalvin Cook doesn't matter, running backs don't matter. He matters. Like, I don't... The blocking sucked. I will yes. say on I mean, a lot of plays, it was like, oh my gosh, what is happening? That's what I had down as a as a Troy was, was just the run blocking in general was like okay, really so bad. Run game, we can just well, combine the run game it was to trash. Run game. Yeah, yeah, I mean it was, and it does just seem like it's just such a difference. I mean, Madison's good, but he's good as a spellback. Like I don't even know if I would be like super pumped to have him as my starter every single week. Like I don't, I don't think I would, or at least not in the same. Not a like, top end starter. Yeah, he's. He's at, he's not Delvin. Like I'm excited to watch Delvin Cook run the football every week. I and like it's fun watching Madison spell him, but I don't think I can get behind and be like, oh, I need me a Madison jersey. Yeah, well, and there's just a lot of people that are like, oh, Madison and Boone would be totally fine. It's like, why did we resign Cook? It's like I just think Cook makes a difference. I don't you dump it off to Cook in the flats, and he breaks at least the first guy every time. I don't know if Madison's doing that. Although Madison has a sweet hurdle. Yes. I've never seen anyone hurdle. As often? Well, not even as often. As successfully as he does. Like, it works. He'll hurdle and get pushed in the air and then still land and run for three more yards. Like, it's weird. Usually people that hurdle, it's like, would you stop doing that because you're getting just lit up? And somehow it works for him. Him and Jermaine Wiggins. Remember (laughs) Jermaine Wiggins would hurdle people? I don't know. It's like the sleepers. Like, they look like they're kind of like a little bigger. Like, there's no way this guy's going to hurdle. And then, boom. Right over the top. And, yeah, like, Madison does it so... So efficiently, and he he always does it at the right time. Like you said, you never see him like yeah. blown up in the middle of the air. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, I know for a fact this guy's going low. He does a hundred percent of the time on a bigger back. Yeah. I'm just gonna go over. Like him. he's got a great feel for the hurdle. Yep. Now if he could just have a better feel for his 
well, off for of finding a hole. Know. Yeah. <laughs> so just to jump on the run game in Madison in general, I would say I'm not huge on like going back and forth on play calling, but I didn't like the the four plays we ran in the red zone when we went for it. Oh yeah. It was no. like from like the one one and a half yard line, and we ran the ball three times, and I. A, you don't have Dalvin Cook, so who seems to be real good at finding a little crease in on the goal line, and two, our off, our, our line looked bad. So why they not were, let Rudolph, Irv, Jefferson, Thielen try to get open, and we're going like spread it out rather than slam it in there twice. Then you run a bootleg to Irv, where like uh, there's instant press pressure in Kirk's face, so he just throws it. Irv maybe could have caught it, but pretty much got it whacked out of his hand right yeah. away. And then on fourth down. You run Boone? Yeah, that Boone play was just disgusting. Just throw I, a fade to Rudolph. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, don't... I Like, it's one thing to be Madison, but you're going to run Boone straight up the middle? It's like you're overthinking like, again. It's like, they'll never see it coming. Also, c- completely out of sync. It's one of those, like, where Rudolph has to come all the way around and seal the guy you're letting free. And by the time, like, when they hiked it, Rudolph wasn't even, like, past Bradbury. So the whole, like the whole timing, the whole timing was off, which happened multiple times. I don't know if you noticed. We ran a play where oh, Jefferson know. goes across and then supposed to come back on a bootleg, and they hiked it when he was like still and moving the other the direction. direction. And then he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. So Kirk turns around and like Jefferson's still basically running through all the muck. It happened like three or four times. Where it was like, "Is Bradbury snapping it early? Does they need a little more practice time? I don't know what's going on here, but it completely killed that fourth down play, which." Just not sure on fourth and one from the... It felt like a longer one, though. It didn't feel like it was, like, right on the goal line. You go you go, Mike Boone out of, like, an offset, like, weird, goofy play. Like If you're going to... If you know you're going to go for it on fourth down in that situation, I don't get running it first and second down, throwing on third. Why don't you run first, throw second, run again on third, and that way you're like, all right, now we have to throw the pass. We've been so good at throwing the ball inside the five. Exactly. Like, I don't understand. Was it was it the week before where Thielen had the two touchdowns, or was this this week? No, it was la- la- like in the week. little corner pockets ones where he yeah. goes out and comes back. Yeah, yeah, it was last week, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, like, what's wrong with that play? Like, I, it just it, you got Jefferson, Thielen, Irvin, Rudolph, all four very good uh, red zone targets. Yeah, and instead you go to Boone and Madison after. From what I thought, that drive, the run game was not, like, it just didn't seem like our run game was firing on all cylinders, really. So, I mean, I get maybe you run it on first, and then I throw out the next three downs, you know. And and, and I don't I don't love the run, run, and then on third you do the, the bootleg. It's like, I feel like they kind of know you're passing. So just, just get in shotgun, spread them out, rather than Read be the like. the defense. Yeah, because if you've ran it twice and you failed two times in a row, and now it's third down. I just feel like they're like, okay, they're probably going to pass now. Like and, We've shown we can stop them. And if they don't pass, or when they do pass, it's probably going to be a bootleg if they fake the run. Yeah, especially if you're under center and like it's very – it just seemed a little predictable. I mean, Boone, it wasn't predictable. But what do you think of – seemed like a 1990s Gary Kubiak game. Yeah, like, that's yeah. like what he should have been doing. I mean, they just got to let Kirk cook, you know, yeah. right? Yep. No, no. Yep, sure. <laughs> um, what about uh, the going for it on fourth down? Instead of, it was 10-0. Oh, I... Like, what are your thoughts on that decision? Sure. I'm not... I don't, I don't feel strong either way. I would have kicked the field goal. Uh, I feel I, like I'm he came fine. across as a little desperate. I'm fine going for it. 
I think it is a little desperate, but like, I don't know. You're that close. Like yeah. if you're going, if you're gonna yeah, you're go, the- if you're gonna win this football game, you gotta score a touchdown one way or the other. Why not do it while you're like ten feet away? Yeah, I don't know. Something about me is like you, you're down by two scores. Get make it one score. Like it's the first quarter. Calm down. It felt a little like like we didn't have the confidence that we could just beat Atlanta. Like to me, it should have been like, okay, we're down ten zero, but like, don't worry, we're going to beat these guys. So let's just get our field goal. We haven't we'll- been. We haven't been able to stop anyone all year. And now you've got Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and apparently... So you're saying we need touchdowns. Yes. Field goals ain't going to get it done. Exactly. That's a good point. I mean, that's probably what what they did. So, you know, run Boone up the middle. Love it. Um, Okay, so that was like seven Troys, I feel like. Yeah, all mixed into one. Run game. Running. Um, Uh, Mike Boone on fourth down. Fourth down play call again in general. Brutal. Okay, I've got... uh, well, you want to talk about the Kirk turnovers? Yeah. And Kirk in general? Just Kirk. I mean, Courtney Cronin was calling for him to be benched for Sean Mannion, which that, I feel like that's where I start to get in this, like, I need to defend Kirk mode. Because from the very beginning, we were not Kirk guys. We were like, he's a pretty good quarterback. I'd rather have Teddy. I'm not sure he's like, when people like Paul Charchi and we're like, get him now. He's elite. We were like, eh, I don't know about that. Like, yeah. that's... I remember he wrote like this long tweet where it was like he was writing, like describing him, and then at the end he was like Kirk Cousins, and I was like, "Oh, Kirk Cousins, okay." But then you're calling to bench him for Sean Mannion, like why don't you just go home then? Like, I get he's having a rough first half, but Sean Mannion is not bringing you back. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not at any point. I don't. I, don't, I guess not. I'm not going to say any point in the season, but. At this point in the season right now, I'm not benching Kirk Cousins for Sean Mannion. Because I'm never benching it for Sean Mannion. Well, yeah, probably not. Like, and then I get like the people like, well, then why do you even have Sean Mannion? Because you, you need, need a backup. Yeah, I don't know. Like, you need something for when Kirk gets hurt. Go gets look hurt. at all the backups out there. There ain't that many good ones. Look, at, Andy Dalton was supposed to be a good one, and he was a colossal failure. So I just – Kirk is Kirk played bad. I, I – and, like, yeah, I mean, we can sit here and pick it all apart because he did really bad. I am, like, kind of, like, sick of watching Kirk Cousins because, like, you know, he there's times where it's like, dude, I do think that Kirk can take this team to a Super Bowl. And then there's first play of the game where he's throwing it as Deion Jones is, like, turning his hips back that direction. What, what's weird is that's, like, that's usually, like, not Kirk's M.O., is to like just completely. I mean, every now and then he makes a real dumb throw, but this game was like. Usually, he, like last year, we have six picks all year. Something like that. He just usually the problem is he doesn't seem like a great like leader. Like he doesn't seem like people rally around him. He doesn't make plays like that when they're broken plays. But now he's starting to make a bunch of mistakes too. So like he's like, trying too hard. Yeah. Well, how do you not see Deion Jones right there? It's very strange. But I don't know. I think like people like caught him, trade him, whatever. Like, what do you want to do? Yeah, we were going over this last night. Like, you know, Kirk, Kirk's not on the team next year, and you end up with like the twelfth pick. Your options at quarterback are Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jacoby Brissett, Andy Dalton. Yeah, and I there's probably a whole bunch of people that are going, yes, give me them. But give them two games and you will be going, get Andy Dalton off the team. I want a new quarterback. Yeah. Like, until we get that young guy, which I think we should be absolutely trying to do, 
Kirk's giving you the best chance to win. Well, I, I mean, maybe a Jacoby Brissett could also match what Kirk's doing this year. As a career, Kirk's a much better quarterback than him, but like maybe Kirk has regressed. I don't know. Sure seems like he has. Yeah, it seems like he's a like a little shakier this year than usual. I, it's tough, though, because he's also had, like I think, two Hail Mary picks. He had, in this game, his third pick, which was the one right before half, was tipped at the line, and that's when people were like, bench him now. It's like... What, what, what was f- he supposed to do there? Yeah, come on. That's fucking stupid. And then A.J. Terrell made, like, a, a great play. He basically bails on covering Irv Smith to go jump in front of the route, which was open if A.J. Terrell doesn't just decide. But, you know, you kind of got baited on that one. You, you got fooled by the defense. But other than those turnovers, I like, Kirk did have some nice throws. The, the seam route to Jefferson, the stuttering goal, like, hits him right in stride. I don't know. Yeah, don't it's know like, do but, but, like... When you're down by, you know, 30, he's making those plays. Now, can he make those plays at the beginning of the ball game when, you know, it's nothing-nothing? Yeah, he's pretty good. <laughs> he's pretty good when we're down by, like, two touchdowns and start hit, throwing some real nice passes. Yeah. Uh, it, it seems like whenever he just says, ah, fuck it, and just starts slinging it, he's good. Let Kirk cook? <laughs> Let Kirk Dalvin. <laughs> just just fire away. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I like. Like you were saying, okay, well, Kirk's going to be on this team next year. There is no miracle trade. There is no cutting him because you owe him a ton of money. But you can easily cut him in 2022. So you still can easily draft, say say he's a total failure and we go 3-13 and 13 and uh, Justin Fields is sitting there. You take Fields, you either play Kirk in 2021 or you just bench him. So, like, I don't know, like, what... You really want to do with them? Well, what I really want to do with them, I don't think I can like say out loud. So, <laughs> um, I, I just really want him to start playing a little better. Like, I, I don't know though. But do I? Now that we're one and five, do I want him to start playing I know, better? Is it like tank time? I'm telling you, I feel like he's going to end the season with solid stats. We're gonna be like six and ten, and it's gonna be like, oh, okay. Like, I just like. Were the Reds, were the Washington football team fans right? Uh, Are yeah. we going, did we end up wishing we never signed him in the first place? I would say, I don't, I would have rather signed Teddy. So were they right in that fast? But like, because what he, I mean, he won a playoff game. I don't know. Who else would have done that? Would Keenan have done that? Maybe. Would you can't just be like, oh, since you didn't make a lot, like multiple playoff runs, then it was a failure. Who, who was? You need to come up with what the other alternative was. You, well, Teddy. Teddy, okay, but what would he have done in these last three years? We don't know. He sat for two years. Maybe he would have been trying to maybe like. He could have gotten hurt. Yes. Yeah. Well, not even that. Like maybe his leg wasn't ready for another year. So I don't know. Who knows? I would have preferred Teddy. But I, I don't think it's fair to be like, it's like when people are like, we wasted our time with Favre. I don't know if you've ever seen those people. Those people are wild. It's like they they hated Brett Favre. So as soon as he threw that pick against the Saints, he's like, I told you. I oh, told you he was oh, going to rip yeah. your heart out. Yep, he always does it. And it's like, okay, what would you have done? Tavares Jackson? Sage Rosenfels was the plan. Like So unless you give me a good alternative, Kirk was fine for these three years. I, like He wasn't outright bad. What draft? We've talked about some of the quarterbacks. I mean, Dwayne Haskins already benched. Daniel Jones looks terrible. Baker Mayfield looks terrible. 
Yes, but we didn't have a shot at many of those. The one you did have a shot at was Lamar Jackson, and you took Mike Hughes because you just signed Kirk Cousins. So th- that would be the one. That I guess that is the – if I had anything for us yeah. to do in the last yeah. three years, that I guess is the one change at where I would have been like, all right, that – because that's like an actual, an actual option. That was – yeah. Like in hindsight, that, you look at it and you go, okay, this is the path we could have taken. Yep. But – so what year is that? The, the same year we sign him or the year after we sign the him? The same year we sign him because we drafted Mike Hughes that year. Because Case Keenum led us deep into the playoffs and yep. had a late pick. I mean, yeah. If, if, if we, I don't know if we liked him or not. Maybe they thought he was going to be gone, but you could have traded up for him. you know. And you know what? If, if we liked him enough where we thought he was going to be a superstar, it doesn't matter if you have Kirk Cousins on your team. It's only three years. Yeah. Shit, we didn't like Lamar Jackson enough to build around him to begin with. I think Kirk Cousins is your only option. Ravens took a tight end over. Yeah, Lamar they took Jackson. they took Hayden Hurst over him. They passed they passed up on him almost. Well, who was it who passed up on him twice? No. no well, I don't know. I just do. I th- like like you were saying. Like, can Kirk win us a Super Bowl? Not without a lot of help, but we've kind of said that. I don't think he can do it with these guards. I don't think he's got and enough. Defense. I don't think he's got enough time to figure out if he can win a Super Bowl here. I don't. Th- honestly, what do you mean? I mean, like, like seasons left. Well, yeah, like I this year's a wash, and I think it's next year or bust for that man. I, I, I would say absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so like, next year is like, his last shot. Yeah, to like, like he's do he's running out of time to do so with the Minnesota Vikings. He might be able to do it somewhere else. Later in his career, mm-hmm. but like he's got to do it next year or the year after with the Vikings because I think anything short of a little playoff run, his technical final year, like he's out. Well, so in 2022, he's on the books right now for 45 million, okay. and you can cut him and you save 35 million. Well, okay. So that's clearly like if if you're not playing like you should be, then buy. But everyone, you know, a lot of people are bitching like, "Oh, they shouldn't have extended him." It's like, oh, who cares? It's this. It's basically the same. So he was going to be on this team this year. He was going to be our starting quarterback. Okay. Now he's on our team in 2021. It doesn't stop you from drafting a rookie. This is true. So I, I mean, yeah, is he clogging up 20 million? That's kind of annoying. So maybe that's like, but uh, you're gonna start Trey Lance day one. Why not go the Why not go the Chiefs route and let Alex Smith, aka Kirk Cousins, play in? Tw- you just don't want to see him in twenty twenty one, probably. Trey Lance, really? Well, I was trying to name the project one more, thing. so it's like okay, he'll sit behind Kirk, I know. just like I Patrick just, Mahomes did. Oh, I hate Bison fans. They're all you. They're all Carson Wentz is giving you a bad taste. I mean, uh, you never liked the guy. Guy's never liked the guy, and then every Bison fan thought he was God's gift to man. Look what you get. One four and one, <laughs> better than us by a half a game. Yeah, and I, aren't they in first, second place with that? Second record? place, God. what a joke. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to put a bow on the Kirk conversation. I would not be shocked if he finishes the season real well. bunch of bunch of games that don't matter. Th- throws the ball around, looking great. He's got two great receivers, and maybe Ezra blocks a little better. I mean, if you look at the guy's body of work. And take out the fact that he's just not like a leader and he somehow doesn't manage to win a lot of games. Like, 
he can throw a nice ball, and his stats are really good. So I'm sure he'll figure out a way to make his stats look real good Don't again. Don't be surprised when we go 7-9 because Kirk Cousins starts playing a little better. Um, yeah, and then... <sighs> see, I feel like that's like the worst... I feel like that's the worst thing ever. Go seven and nine. You don't get a top pick. You don't get a blue chip prospect. That's why you got to have the balls to like move up like the Chiefs did. Or did the Texans move up, or did they just take them where they were? For for, I think they traded up as well. Because the Chiefs moved up pretty far. Because yeah, they think, were a good team with Alex Smith. Yeah, I think the well the Texans had what ten. Yeah, I think ten it, was where no think, like was Watson or Mahomes taken first. Is that the same draft? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the Bears missed on both of them. That's right. That's right. Uh, Watson was first? I think mean, Watson was 10. Mahomes was, was like 12. Yeah. Yeah, I think Houston traded up to 10. Mm-hmm. And Chiefs traded up to 12. Yeah, I mean, 7-9, to nine, you're going to be in the late teens. So... And I think that's where, like, Houston was sitting at. Yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what I think, too. So, so yeah. You if you identify a guy that you think is really good, we'll try to go get him. I mean, I, I forget what the Rams gave up, but weren't they sitting at 16 when they traded up to For go Goff. get Goff? Yeah. Like, yeah, like you said, I mean, we just got to identify the guy. Because otherwise, you there's the other path of someone could be like, well, I don't want Kirk because he's too good, and he keeps making us win at least six or seven games. I'd rather start Sean Mannion, go 1-15. So we could have drafted So we him. could draft a really good player, which is just, it's just not going to happen. You know, It's kind of like the theory of, like, would I like to trade Anthony Harris right now? Yeah, because we're not going to make the playoffs. So why not get a pick for him? Why not trade Riley Reef and let you know Ezra play left tackle and let's just go youth? But Zimmer is probably worried about his job. Yeah. So unless the Wolves go, all right, Rick and Zimmer, like we're just this is a mulligan year. Don't worry about your jobs. You're already extended. Like let's let let's like, just think about next year. Let's do this. They're not going to tra- trade those guys, which is annoying because they should. I think that'd be so. Hard. I mean, so I guess Zimmer. Could, that way, like, so Spielman could go and trade all the good players and Zimmer can still try his darndest to go win football games. But well, like, and not even trade players. the good players. Like, I saw, again, I think it was Paul Charchum yeah. was like, it's about time we just call it a loss, which is funny because, again, huge Kirk backer. And now he's like, oh, it's just time to move on from this disaster. And he wanted, he was like, trade Kendricks, Thielen, Harrison Smith. Like, I'm surprised Jefferson wasn't going yeah, there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do the Rennie rebuild. Trade your, all your good players so that you can go get new players. Like, even though that? even though your young players are, or your good players are still kind of young. Yeah, it's like I think the whole point is to find good players, not yeah. to get draft picks. So I don't know what you're doing. Go, but yeah. what you should trade is guys you don't think are going to be on the team next year. Oh, so like Anthony two, Harris. In two years. Like. Yeah, like they don't seem like they're in the long term plans. So. Anthony Harris. Does anyone really think we're re-signing him? No. Unless I don't he just think plays chance, bad. Well, he's not playing as... I'm yeah. glad we did not expe- extend him because I would not pay uh, I, $10 million. I think that's right sort of tough, though, because the corners are kind of young and bad. That like Maybe he's not as... Then, doesn't it's, Zimmer keep saying how like, the safeties are trying to do too much? Yeah. I mean, you see fucking Dantzler cutting off Harrison Smith and getting in his way. It can't be easy with these two... Knuckleheads. Yeah, knocking into each other. So, yeah, but you could trade him. Like, Riley Reef. He's probably not going to be here next year. I don't know. Taylor Lewan just went down. Tyron Smith's been hurt. They're out for the year, both of them. Seventh round pick. I'm, I saw some people like, yeah, get like a second for Reef. What are you talking about? Starting you, left tackle. He's yeah. worth a bunch. <laughs> I'll take a seventh for him to get off my team. Um, I think those are the two main ones because I don't know if I would move anyone else. I mean, you could probably trade one of your guards to the Chiefs. Never mind. <laughs> uh, we should talk about the guard play. Ezra Cleveland, what'd you think? 
I'll say an odd Teddy, the fact that Ezra got the start was made me happy. Okay. I don't think he played well. He played better than Samia, but the bar's low. Yeah. But the fact that he started over Brett Jones and AC Collins made me feel a little better about his prospects as a as a future maybe player. True. I uh I I do kind of like I do like his uh, footwork and mechanics and everything in the past game. I know he did get blown up a lot, but he does like uh, he does seem like he can hold himself hold himself on his own. And he's usually playing like more of a speed guy on the outside. So like, does not surprise me that he got overpowered on the inside. It's a little concerning. That's like another guy that's going to get overpowered. But like you said, hopefully on the outside, that's not as much of a problem. Yeah. Because Bradbury still gets overpowered, and it's like I know this league, this. Agile, fast line is good for the run game, but it seems to be porous in the yeah. Uh, it's like when you yes. got to drop back and throw, they're getting pushed right back in your lap. But I, I thought he played below average. Yeah, I'd go with below average. He was he wasn't atrocious, but you know, there's a lot of room for growth, and obviously, I would have liked to see more. I feel like he played like Dakota Dozier esque. Yeah, is that's slightly below average. The one thing that's good is that he was in his first start. Dakota Joshua is like his, you know, eighth year in the league. So it's just the biggest worry about even looking towards next year is the offensive line. Because right now it's like Brian O'Neill's good. Bradbury's pretty good. And then the rest are terrible or probably gone in Reef. So how do you fix that? The thing is, is like you want a quarterback, but yeah, you also need a lot of capital to fix your offensive line. Exactly, unless you know Ezra does become the other tackle, and then then you still have two shitty guards. You gotta... Two shitty guards and a maybe at center. The one good thing is if you do get one of those top three quarterbacks, they can all run away from pressure real well. That's true. That's true. That, Unlike Kirk. that helps. So should have traded a seventh for Tannehill. You know what's funny is like I could easily see okay Tannehill great year this year great year right now next year though all of a sudden they're they're two and six he's having a bad stretch all their fans want him gone <laughs> we need a new quarterback this guy's a bum like Matt Ryan he blew us up he's player of the week a week ago they're like washed up trash get him off here he needs to be gone like, that's true they I just were feel very like upset about Matt Ryan we watch Kirk Cousins every week so we see every mistake he makes we see every and then like like I was watching. Uh, Jared Goff, who's doing pretty good this year. And he's like, he's bouncing balls, like three or four balls that just bounced. Kirk doesn't do that. Kirk's got his own problems. <laughs> but like, I, I just, I, I still like, I just think most teams, when their quarterback, when they lose and their quarterback has a rough game, it's like, this guy sucks. I'm done here. Like, I wonder if the Packer fans were calling for Jordan Love. I'm sure there was a few, but <laughs> I think Rodgers is one of the few where uh, no matter what, like I wouldn't. I'd have to imagine most of them are like, we have Aaron Rodgers. Are Browns fans calling for Case Keenum? Well, they're calling for they're probably calling for a new quarterback. Baker Mayfield's been bad, like yeah. outright bad. I mean, unless you have Wilson, Mahomes, Watson, Rodgers, or like one of the vets of like Breeze or Brady. I don't know. Even Breeze, these people are probably like, I don't know. Bring in Jameis. You bring in Jameis. Like Breeze can't throw it down the field. But other than that, like every other week, I could see it, someone, you know, even Lions fans are like trade Stafford. Yeah, they're tunnel. This guy's never won anything. So I don't know. It's just, it's like a prisoner of the moment thing. True. Like Kirk won a playoff game last year. Played pretty damn well the entire year. That motherfucker. Yeah. Had to go win that playoff game. <laughs> Outplay Drew Brees. Besides that one throw in that game, he wasn't like that spectacular. No. But, but he won a playoff game. Won That's a playoff game. 
Um, more than Matt Stafford's ever done. Although, has Stafford won a playoff game? No. No. No, the Lions haven't won a playoff game since, like, 91 or See, something that's like, like that. like, I was talking to, like, Ben. He's like, oh, I would definitely take Matt Stafford over Kirk Cousins. Like, but, but why? Well, so I would because I think that man is definitely a better quarterback. It's not his fault that he's got a bunch of shit players surrounding him. He had Kelvin Johnson. Okay, but what else did he have on that time? For, like, eight straight years, they didn't have a runner go over 100 yards. And they had Kelvin Johnson. Well, yeah, they were passing it. He should have passed better. I, I think I, I'm just saying. I think if you were a Lions fan and you watched their games, and he, like when we play him, he makes so many stupid turnovers. He threw the ball backwards once for a touchdown. So did Kurt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> These guys are all the same. They're all the same. They all need a lot of help to get to the, the Super Bowl, unless you go get the God. Like I and like I just yeah, I feel like if you watch Derek Carr every week. You'd be like, this guy sucks. Can I get a new quarterback? But then there would be weeks where it's like, Derek Carr, okay, got our guy. He's there the are some, even some weeks where I'm like, oh, maybe Derek Carr is kind of good. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Like they they have a they beat the Chiefs. Yep. It's like fucking Derek Carr. This guy, I think he's turning a corner. Yep. Two more games, he'll be complete trash. And it's like, oh, never mind. Like even Jared Goff last year, would you? It was like, how are they going to get out of this horrible Jared Goff contract? They're going to be broke forever. The guy's four and two. You know why? Because because everyone around him is playing well, and he's in a good rhythm. And they're you know like these quarterbacks that can't make plays on their own, they're all the same, except for Tom Brady. Well, he can make plays on his own, not with his feet, or well, does he know how to? Him and well, Brees know made, how to maneuver the pocket. Oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. pocket yep. presence. Um, I just, uh, anyways, that's just my all quarterbacks are the same rant, which means maybe you shouldn't pay for Kirk Cousins. You know? No, maybe you should just roll with like a Sean Mannion. Or Not a Sean Nick, Mannion. Nick Foles. Okay, Nick Foles. Mitch Trubisky. M- no, no. See, oh, I mean, you could actually... throw him in the realm of what you could potentially have next year. You know, if Kirk Cousins was no longer here. Yeah. That Mitch man's going to be a free agent. Mitch Trubisky. Uh, That's the thing. It's oh, like, remember when the Seahawks were fine going with Matt Flynn? Luckily, they drafted Russell Wilson. They'd still be looking for a quarterback. Whoops. Well, that we were talking yesterday. It was like step one. Everyone is like, cut Kirk. Okay, well, what's your step two? Like, well, what are you doing at quarterback? Dude, just, I'm just going to draft Patrick Mahomes. Sign Cam Newton. That would be cool. That would be really cool. See, you know what's funny there, though? I guarantee you tons of our fans would hate Cam Newton because oh. he's inaccurate. He throws airmail balls. Patriots just lost to the Broncos. I guarantee there's tons of Patriots fans like, this guy's the worst. Like, And they all loved him at the beginning of the yeah. season when they were winning. I mean, I've watched him on the Panthers. He can play really well, and then there's times where it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, what is wrong with him? Launching balls 10 feet over receivers' heads. So those like, games, like when they're, it's like, oh, this is a really good matchup, you know, 8 and 3 and 8 and 3, mm-hmm. and he just goes and gets worked by the Saints because it's like, it seems like in a big game, he just, when you need him to just be a passer, he's not a passer. Yeah. I mean, he, like, they all have, like, their own issues. Like, Cam Newton is wildly inaccurate at times. Which would be frustrating to watch. So you would, but Kirk is, for the most part, very accurate. He just will randomly make really dumb decisions, and he can't do anything beyond just what the play says. Yeah. So I wish it's his like, robot mind would make him stop making mistakes. Yeah, he's got a robot. It's uh, pre-snap. It's like Jefferson will be open. Jefferson is not open. Oh shit! Throws it right to AJ Terrell. It's like, dude, you gotta like. Yeah, you could have looked on the backside of that play as BB's coming out of that little out route there. It's so hard to say that though, because I was watching this one guy like went through all of Kirk's fuck ups. But it's and it's a lot of it's like, look at the right side of the field. Or Smith's wide open. It's like, well, he didn't look at the right yeah, side of the field. It's not the back side of the play. <laughs> it's like you get to look at the all twenty two and see every receiver. I mean, he was even bitching on plays where like Kirk would complete a pass. Like there was like a third and ten out route to Jefferson. 
where it's third and ten. His first, he went, he looked, went, hiked it, looked right at Jefferson, threw an out route, first down, beautiful thing. And he's like, Chad Beebe's wide open in the left slot. It's like, well, he didn't look there. His first read was open. Like, what do you want him to do? Be like, Jefferson's open, but hold on a minute. Yep. Give me a sec. Let me check Chad Beebe on the whole other side of the field real quick. Oh, okay, okay. We'll oh, go, we'll look at that. He is open. You can run in on Jefferson now. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> literally, like, a split second of Kirk even moving his eyes to the right, that throw probably is no longer open. Like, yeah, it's just yeah, how no, those you're things not, work. You, it's a timing thing. Like, you need to throw it as he's out of his break. So if, if you think, if you're first reading, you think, hey, this is where I'm going. Like, you, you have go. no time. Yeah, you have no time. If he's no covered now, to... like, maybe you get lucky and you look up and go, holy shit, Chad Beebe's wide open. But it's kind of lame to be like, look at that. Yeah, hook Chad Beebe's wide I'm open. I'm sitting on my couch and I can see it right here. You just go through your head and think of, like, remember the Packers games the first year Kirk was here? When, like, he was really good against them. That was so much fun. Yeah, like the Eagles game where he just was launching bombs to digs. The Broncos second half Second game. half Broncos. Like, he has it in him, and then he's just a complete screw-up sometimes. One of those things where if he could just do that second half of the Broncos game, four quarters, 19 times a year, that'd be sweet. That's <laughs> the thing, though. Like, all those quarterbacks that I put in that pile of, like, they're all the same. They all have those great games, and then they all have those bad games. Oh. And you could pick one out. Like if you if you really argue like you like Stafford more, sure, go ahead, take him. Right. Yeah, I'll take I mean, Stafford. We, I mean, we They're go, all the same could, again. We could literally throw all all the guys like eight through twenty two in a hat and go. All right, you want this guy for a year or this guy for a year? Yeah, you can yeah. make an argument for both. Just don't give me Philip Rivers because I don't like that guy. I don't. I said eight to twenty-two. I don't think he fills fills that. Eight. Kirk right now is closer to twenty-two. Yeah. <laughs> to start the year, I kind of had him closer to twelve. Yep. I think he's at that like sixteen, seventeen range for me right now. Yeah. It's like last year you would have said like, oh, Derek Carr towards the twenties, Kirk towards the teens. Now it's like, oh, wait, let's flip them. Yep. Hey, give it three weeks. Flip them again. You know. Jo- Josh Allen at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Looked like number eight. But now he looks like, you know... Josh Allen from last year. Yep. You know. And his like his future will be, can he be that guy consistently? Because then he's in that tier of like Wilson, Rodgers, and you've got yourself like a winner who can like raise your whole team. Or is he going to be inconsistent like every other quarterback? And then he's in the range of like Kirk Stafford yeah. and where, yeah, you make some dazzling plays, but you can't pull it together for four quarters yeah. at a time. There's times where the announcers can be like, this guy's underrated. He's a star in this league. And then and he'll then, throw a pick immediately after yeah, he says it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would say though, as far as the Vikings, like I just would prefer Teddy because of the pocket presence. Like, yeah. If if Spielman's going to just refuse to ever get good guards, which is probably if, he's not refusing, he's trying, man. How did not guards though? Did he really try at guard? No, no, he didn't. Like if there's one, because also a lot of people want to fire Spielman. You know, you're one in five. People are their pitchforks are out. I really like Spielman. If I had to choose one or the other, I would keep Spielman and fire Zimmer. Yep. But if there's one thing that he has really failed at is like... Building an offensive line. Building a good offensive line. Who's our last all-pro lineman? Steve Hutchinson. Yeah, that's kind of a long time ago. Because the last time I remember having good players on our offensive line, it was McKinney, Hutchinson, Sullivan, Sullivan, Herrera, uh, Herrera, and Phil Lodeholt. That's a nice line. After Lodeholt left, he was replaced by a revolving door. Mm-hmm. It's like Andre Smith for a while. It was uh, Jay Long for a play. A bunch of bums until Brian O'Neill. Like Remmers, up. yeah. Oh, Remmers. Remmers had one decent year. Yep. That was see, that was the one year where it was like, all right, we're gonna pay for some linemen. It was Reef and Remmers, which is like 
I mean, all the other ones went for more. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we got we got the bargain out of like the the top five tackles. Of yeah, those, you know, like it's he, like and oh. he's. I mean, what is it? Four or five years later, and he's still holding up solidly at left tackle. I mean, he's no stalwart or anything. It's just we haven't had a like a road grader. Like, oh, here's here's Randall McDaniel. Here's you know Steve Hutchinson. Yeah, like uh, someone that's and even like a Bryant McKinney. Like, I mean, we, and we took. I mean, shit. We took McKinney at seven. And we paid Hutchinson $49 million. Like, we didn't just invest in the offensive line. We invested Mm -hmm. in the offensive line. I mean, the only lineman... So, Matt Khalil would be Spielman's highest pick of a lineman, and that didn't work out. It did at first, kind of. First year, yeah, he made the Pro Bowl. Yeah, and then he kind of... He just didn't seem like he liked football that much. And then, I guess, the next verse is Garrett Bradbury. yeah. Which is like a long time always later. And it just, you didn't really hit on anyone besides Brian O'Neill in that whole time span. Unless I'm missing someone. No. Yeah. So it's just, uh, it's, that would be like, yeah. I guess in the years uh, he's been around, it's been Riley Reef, Brian O'Neill, and Garrett Bradbury are the only three offensive linemen that he's hit on. Yeah. Gross. That's hard to do. But I also don't think he's been drafting a lot of linemen. I mean, not in the, not with premium picks until recently. I mean Bradbury, O'Neill, Ezra. I mean this this is his his attempt at actually trying it at some point. Should have taken the guard instead of trading down for Madison. Should have taken Drew. Should have taken Drew and sooner. <laughs> that's the one. We that's wanted. who we wanted. He targeted him. He's like this guy. This guy's <laughs> gonna fuck up six times a game. I want that guy. But yeah, uh, what are your thoughts on Rick or Spielman? Would you on Rick? Uh, Rick or Spielman. yeah, Rick or Spielman. Um, I'll take both of Rick and Spielman. I think we both agree. I, we I, like I think I take Rick. Um, somebody did, I, I think I was reading something from Chad Graff or whatever he was pointing out that like, you know, not, not many times does uh GM get to hire his third. That's the one thing that I I feel like if they were to, at the end of the year, fire Zimmer, it's like, it would, that'd be pretty, pretty wild to be like, Hey, you went through Childress. Well, he was here before, Childress was here before. He was here before Childress. When, uh, Spielman was GM, he hired Leslie Frazier. Yeah, so it would be Frazier and Zimmer. And you also survived the Childress. Yeah. Like, he, they kept you around. I mean, he's been around... Since, since 2006? Yeah, somewhere around like 05 or 06. Because it leads right into... Well, it's the same... I think it's the same off-season as Childress. But he wasn't the GM at first. It was that one, one random that, like, lied? That yeah, Foley guy? Yeah. So, I mean, it's a long time. That's back to Favre. I mean, Spielman was involved in the Jared Allen trade. He was involved in the Favre signing, like... He's been here a while. I just think his tenure, we've been like a respectable, well-run organization. Our, our cap guy's really good. Our, like We don't have a bunch of off-the-field problems. We draft relatively well. The Harvin trade, he, that didn't blow up on our face. The Diggs trade, like much better than Bill O'Brien handled it. Like We got great return. You know, Bill O'Brien could have waited five weeks or you know, five games to think about training DeAndre Hopkins, and he could have just had Le'Veon Bell fall into his lap. And yeah. he would have had the same thing that David Johnson, but he would have had DeAndre Hopkins. Probably a better than David Johnson Probably, too, actually. Oh, yeah. So I mean, if but, you, I mean, I, if you did fire Spielman, I wouldn't. I, I do like that guy, the Falcons just fired. Dimitrov. Yeah, I always thought he was kind of good. At least yeah. it, like building for a while. A lot of these players are sweet, like Deion Jones, Ken O'Neill, obviously Julio Ridley, Matt Ryan's pretty good. And, I mean, that dude traded Devonta up to Freeman. Yeah, that he's dude, a great. That dude went high up to go get Julio. Mm-hmm. They went like twenty picks to go get Julio. Yeah. And worked out really well because the guy's really good at football. Um, Almost won a Super Bowl with them too. 
Yeah, if that Dan Quinn would have blown a big lead. Did you see the other night someone was up 28 to 3 and the Falcons tweeted like, please don't add us. We know. <laughs> it was the uh, Cardinals Cowboys. Yeah. yeah, anytime someone's 28 to 3, everyone's just like, ah, oh, Falcons suck. Um, <laughs> just. Just getting fired up at him. Uh, hey, there's Teddy B, quality ball player. Uh, but back to Zimmer. Like, how mad would you be if he was fired? I don't know. It depends on who we get to replace him. Yeah, I, I was kind of looking at candidates. Like, if you get Eric B and Emmy, like, pump, hell yeah, fire Zimmer. <laughs> but, like, do I think we're going to be the ones getting Eric B and Emmy? No. I mean, why not? Why can't we get him? He used to be here. Oh, I didn't know that. He coached Peterson. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. He was like Peterson's running back coach for like the longest time. Oh, okay. So that's who we're hiring then. I mean, you got Jefferson, Thielen, Irv. I mean, we got weapons. I mean, I don't know and why you'll you, get you a, got... be able to handpick your quarterback here sooner or later. Yeah. The only thing with like, besides him, I don't feel like there's a lot of great candidates out there. Like How usually, it's a little more. There's like four or five. Like, oh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. And it's just like not. Uh, Titans offensive coordinator, I'd get a... I'd the the uh, owner of FedEx's kid? No way. Yeah, their OC is the owner of FedEx's kid. No way. Yeah, Fred Smith's kid. I don't remember the actual... Yeah, I want him. Yeah. He's kind of good. <laughs> He's got deep pockets. Yeah. Um, um, how if about... I get him on a bargain, <laughs> FedEx don't pay taxes anymore. So. <laughs> how about that uh, uh, young and up coming guy and our stab that Stefanski fellow. Yeah, he'd be nice. Oh. I mean, he's got his ass handed to him by the Steelers, which we called. That's yeah. what it was. I was like, Steelers putting the Browns in their place. We said that was going to happen. Yeah, I would like, I think we, I don't know if we both said it, but I think we were both like, I wouldn't, honestly wouldn't mind like. Exchanging. Exchanging that. Yeah, like even. Because you know, yeah, we were talking about sending Zimmer to Dallas for a pick. And going with Stefanski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which like, was kind of, what, you know, what we were you know, kind of preferred going to the offseason. All the TV shadows scared me. <laughs> <laughs> I think I like. I don't want to fire Zimmer, but if we did and kept Spielman, I wouldn't be. I'd be like, okay, well, that kind of sucks because now it's kind of got to restructure things. Maybe next year's a little more sloppy and like kind of a shit show. But like, I don't know. Matt Nagy had a first good year. Matt Lafleur had a first good year. Like, it's possible. Matt Lafleur is having a better second year. Yeah. Well, he made the championship game last year too. So I mean, apparently he's a really good coach. So. And it's not like, I know we talked about, okay, we've built this for Zimmer, but as long as the coach that comes in, like, plays to their skill set, he'll be fine. You know, bring in, a, uh, bring in another Kubiak Shanahan disciple that has a little more creativity. Jay Gruden? Fuck no. <laughs> That'll be what happens. Bring in Jay fucking Gruden. Bring in, uh, remember it was like, Hugh Jackson might be the OC. It was like, oh, oh my God, what is happening? Uh what about Marvin Williams? We could have Marvin Williams. Who the hell is Marvin Williams? Or Marvin Lewis. Oh, <laughs> I was like, Marvin Williams. The basketball I wouldn't, player. I wouldn't mind Marvin Lewis, honestly. He seems like another Zimmer. I, I, if we did hire, I prefer an offensive guy because they just seem to get poached constantly. Like, freaking Matt LaFleur just gets to have, or uh, the Bears guy. Matt Nagy just gets to have Chuck Pagano. Yeah. You know, they're just, these, these defensive guys are just out there, just lying around. Like, Wait, some team would get Phillips. Zimmer as their defensive yeah. coordinator if we fired him. That's bullshit. Yeah, it is bullshit. Some some young buck follow. Fucking Stefanski all. Yeah, <laughs> Zim would never. He'd be like, "Fuck that." <laughs> that kid did no shit. Uh, anyway. All right, here's the deal, kid. 
I handle defense. Well, you know, actually, this is a team thing here. We do analytics. <laughs> <Yeah>. Fuck you. <laughs> I do. I, I noticed, like, Zim, at one of his press conferences, like, caught himself saying us when talking about the defense. And, like, the offense, it was like he was using uh, – and then he caught himself and didn't do it, but he was about to. And that's always kind of been something that bugged me about Zim. It's like, you are the head coach of everything. So stop, like, bitching oh, about the offense. them or yeah, something like, like that. Yeah, it's like when he talks about the offense, he's talking about, like – that other part of the team that, that like they messed up had nothing to do with me because I'm over here. It's like, okay, but like maybe you should be over there. Yeah, or it's, it's just, you can't be mad at the offense when you haven't seen what they've done all week in practice. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean his defense is a mess right now. So yeah, like, he, I would, yeah, yeah he, at least he took full responsibility finally because he they asked him. He was like 100 percent my fault. They're like, because how much percentage would you say is your fault? And also Kirk was like, I don't know what I was doing. Like that first pick. I don't know what I was doing. I should not <laughs> yeah. have had that brownie before. <laughs> I, yeah. um, what do you What do you predict this season will finish like? Because mine is it's gonna. We're gonna get hot. I feel like yeah. I feel we're like gonna, we're gonna get win hot. Six to seven six games. Six or seven games. Kirk's gonna finish the season strong. Zimmer and Spielman will survive, and we will draft a guard in the first round, and we will run this team back next year. And I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. So we'll but. lose to Green Bay, Tampa. How many? What gets you to nine? Four more losses. Yeah. To be seven and nine. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking. Like, I'm looking for like a third one right now. Oh, you could just pick one. We Maybe lost New the Orleans. Um. Oh, probably the Bears. Oh yeah, we're gonna drop at least one Bears game. Wait. We have, oh, we haven't been a soldier yet. Isn't it know. weird we haven't played the Lions or the Bears yet? But we played the entire AFC South. Have we play, no, we haven't played the whole thing yet. Who's the last Jacksonville. one? Oh, can't wait. There's a W. Just like the Falcons, right? Yeah. yeah. Why even show up for the Jags game? I guess, do you feel like that's more likely than we bottom out and go 4-12 and 12 and Zimmer gets fired? Because I think there's a lot of people that are like, this is, this is a train wreck season and... It's going down in flames. Which, I mean, you have a bye week and then the Packers. You could be one and six. You yeah. probably will be one and six. And then you got the Lions. If you lose that game, you're one and seven, and you you got you'd have to win out to go. Oh, that'd be nine and seven. But yeah, yeah but you'd still have to win six of, six out of eight. Yeah. To get to which at that point, then nine. you're probably looking down the barrel of like a four and twelve season. I just, I for some reason, like you said, I feel like. I feel like we're going to get hot. Kirk's going to get hot. And we're going to win just enough games to put us in about the 14th pick in the draft. Yeah, which just isn't ideal. Like, what happened the year we took Khalil? Like, What was the year before that? Was that a ponder year? Yeah. Like, why were we so bad that we had the fourth pick in the draft? Was that Frazier's last year? Was No, because Zimmer's first pick was Anthony Barr, correct? Yeah. So it was the year, it was Zimmer's, la- uh, Frazier's last year then, uh, second to last year. Did Peterson get hurt? Something must have happened. Horrible. Peterson got suspended. <laughs> For whipping his kid. And we had no <laughs> run game idiot. and had Ponder. I don't know. I think that might have been it. I don't know, it was bad. And then we had no receivers, no weapons. It is wild. See, that's what I don't want to end up going back to. When we had like Michael Jenkins... He was like, oh, Michael Jenkins, that, yeah, here he comes. This guy will save us. We used to sign people like that, and I'd get excited because I didn't know any better. Yeah. I was like, oh, Kenny Mixon and Lorenzo Bromel. 
like terrible players. They're just like random failures. Like I was watching some Teddy highlights. It's like his first year he was thrown to like there was like Greg Camarillo out there. There was Charles Johnson. Charles Johnson. Jarius Wright was a key player. Yep. Uh Charles Johnson was a key player too. Yeah, Teddy made him good for a little bit. Uh you had I mean Greg Jennings at the end of his career. Yeah. It just it's it's like I feel like our team wasn't, is not that yet. Wasn't Devin Aromashu? Oh, yeah, Aroma that's another one. Like, Aromashu do a couple big plays he, with the Bears. This he used to, he used to kill the Vikings, like you know. Yeah, and then you're like, oh wait, it's Devin fucking Aromashu do. Yeah. He's just a generic receiver that's trash. So it's like a just like a generic BC Johnson type. It'd be like if you were starting BC Johnson and Chad Beebe. Yeah. Which is gross. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like we've been pretty well stocked with talent since Spielman came about. True. Well. Especially since Zimmer came around. Yeah. Well, after that, like, even with Childress, we built a pretty good team towards the end there. Yeah, it was just... It like, collapsed. Like, Frazier, though. Like, I don't know what was That's going true. on. That's true. That's all the Ponder years, isn't it? Yeah. That Well, that Childress regime, that, that thing crashed and burned hard. Maybe that's why this year we were like, okay, we're going to, like, let the vets go and get, like, 15 new draft picks because we can't allow what happened after the Favre... Last uh, season, yeah, like we had six dead seasons mixed in there. Yeah, Yeah, I guess that's just what I'm hoping to avoid by not just burning this thing to the ground. Yeah. Anyways, how about a Teddy, Justin Jefferson? Should we just talk about him? How good he is? Fantastic ball player. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, very good at football. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how how he's going to be stopped. I mean, he plays in the slot, play goes deep. It's insane to me that he's has more hundred yard games. Or as many as Randy Moss did his rookie year already, because Randy Moss when he came in the league, like it was like holy fuck, who is this guy? Like I don't think Jefferson looks really good, but I'm not sure it's like on that level. Must be because of like it was all just like these crazy bombs. Like, yeah, it was Moss just getting like four for ninety and not breaking a hundred all the time. Yeah, I feel like he was probably catching a bomb a game for sixty yards and then like two other catches, so like three for yeah ninety yards or something. Because like I I remember watching Moss's rookie year, but I just don't because you know I remember being enamored by it was like generational, uh, yeah. like it was like whole this guy's a hall of famer. Like Jefferson looks like a like. Already one of the best years in the league, but it's no different than when like Odell Beckham showed up, or I don't know who's recently been like the guy on the receiver that just shows up and just dominates DK, DK and like Moss was something different. Yeah, so Ma- Moss was six four, ran a four two. You yeah, can just tell. I think it's it's the deep bomb. You know, it's just a just a quality play to just have a guy just launch the ball straight up in the air, and yeah. it's like you just stand up like holy shit. Where is it gonna it's go? <laughs> you just don't get that with a lot of players. True. Um, but yeah, the only good thing I would say from that almost that entire game is Just Jefferson. Yeah. The corners can tackle. That's exciting. Um Honestly, Adam I Thielen made a couple couple nice plays. He wasn't targeted until like the, the final end of the drive. Game. Yeah. Honestly, when I went through it, like if you want to give a one real honest, I think it was just Jefferson was like the only did good something thing. well for the like for the whole game. Every you know, a few guys have probably had a good plays here. Like defensive wise. Rundy, bad. Jill Johnson's horrible. He's uh, so bad. He's uh, really bad. Todd Davis can't cover. He wasn't like yeah. in the, a lot of throwing situations, but he wasn't very good. Kendricks didn't play very good. Uh, it was Corners are bad. No pressure. I mean, nothing. Daniel Hunter should just sit out the year. I'm yes, on, please. I'm on board with that. Yep. Do not uh, come back. Yeah. Uh, like Yeah, let's just throw Yannick Pearson, uh, Hunter out there next year. Hopefully we get Yannick back. That'd be sweet. Um, all right, well, that's the Seahawks game. God damn it. What? Why? 
don't know I think I blacked out that. the Falcons game. Well, they're both birds. So, like, I mean, that's Well, one's why. a dirty bird. <laughs> one's, a, <laughs> one's a dirty bird. All right, should we take a break and then hit the Lions? Yeah, let's do that. Welcome back. We'll uh, we'll jump into the Lions of the Week real quick and get you on out of here. Let's go Thursday night. A beauty of a game. Giants at Eagles. A game that'll decide the division, <laughs> potentially. I really hope someone goes to like five and eleven and wins that division. That'd be incredible. And I then saw, wins a playoff game. I saw like uh some predictor has the Eagles going six, nine, and one and winning the division. Oh my gosh. Like there's like I a forty three percent chance of like that happening. All like four that. teams are like bad. They're bad. Well, like Eagles are completely decimated with injuries. Cowboys also decimated and have a no quarterback. Yeah, the other e- two teams are like worth Everyone knew they were bad. So Eagles had 17 offensive starters out last week against the Ravens. <laughs> 17, and that's like, you know, they've came in and replaced the guys who were already hurt. Like, Just that's, getting that's hurt bad. repeatedly. I think a lot of their offensive line, they're on like their oh, third yeah. string. Absolutely. It's it's bad. Like So when I think the Vikings have like you know some bad luck right now, could be an Eagles fan. I'm going Eagles. I'm sure the Lions probably minus six and a half. Minus four and a half. Minus four and a half. They're two bad teams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles, too. Don't trust the Giants. No. Uh, next up is Bills at Jets. Bills at Jets. I'm going to go Bills minus nine and a half. Bills by 13 and a half. <sighs> I mean, they finally have baked in the Adam Gase numbers. Like, that team is terrible. <laughs> it's such a bad team. I'm going to have to take the Bills on that one. Did you see Diggs at the end of the game last week? I did not. So... They're going to lose, obviously. They're, they were losing to the Chiefs, which is being replayed right now. But he, they ran a play, and they've got to run another play real quick because they're just trying to you know, get down the field. And Diggs just walks back to the line Ooh. instead of running, and they get flagged for illegal formation because he didn't get set. He didn't get set. And like uh, Joe Buck or whoever, I'm pretty sure it's Joe Buck because it was a Fox game, but it was on like Monday night for some reason. COVID, obviously. And he's just like, I don't know what Diggs is doing. Like, I don't understand. It's like, we know what Diggs is doing. Oh, he's little, mad they're getting their ass yeah, kicked right he's now. He's a little salty. <laughs> it's what you get. You get good Diggs. You get bad Diggs. So I don't think it counts as the blow up because we talked about a blow up. Now, that could be coming because Josh Allen's been terrible for two games. But he was. it was definitely uh, like salty Diggs. Salty Diggs. Oh, oh, yeah. Just like all the other guys are running back. And he just he's like five yards from on scrimmage and he's just walking. It's like, okay, yeah, you guys can like run back and try and get a playoff, but I know this game's over. Yeah. And I don't have to worry about not playing. <laughs> I saw some I saw some people saying, uh, hey, like Beasley kind of looks like Chad Beebe, only better. Um, I saw some guys going, you know what? Diggs knows miracles, and he knows there ain't no miracle here. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess that works. Uh, I'll take the Bills by a million. Yeah. Uh, Panthers at Saints. Ooh, Jet, Jets are going to win that game. Oh, you, it's you did it. You, yep, you blew it. <laughs> Adam Gase can't win. Adam Gase can't win. If Adam Gase beats the Bills, then Diggs is really going to be flipping out. True. Uh, Panthers at Saints. Panthers at Saints. Revenge game for Teddy? Absolutely. Oh, it's going to yeah. be Saints minus four and a half, though. Saints by seven and a half. Oh, I'm taking bet, the... Bet the Panthers. Yep, bet Ride the, the Panthers. hot hand. Teddy B. Like, uh, did you see that throw right there? Airmailed it. Airmailed it. I mean, come on. These quarterbacks, they're all the same. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, we're both taking Teddy. Both taking Teddy for sure. Browns at Bengals. Browns at Bengals. I'm going to go. It's going to be Browns minus five and a half. Browns by three and a half. Browns by three and a half. I'm going to take the Browns. I'm going to take the Bengals. Nice. I feel like I just always take the Bengals because I think I just like them. And they're probably not that good yet. They'll be good someday. But Oh, yeah. Joe Burrow's a good player. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys at football team. 
Washington football team. So both games are in division. Oh. So two NFC East teams will get wins this week, unless they all tie. I'm going to take football team. What's the line? Uh, it's going to be Dallas minus three and a half. Dallas by one. They saw Andy Dalton and that line moved. <laughs> uh, I'm going to take Basically, who's quarterback for Washington? Kyle Allen. They they did Alex Smith for like that. fun, and then they're like, all right, that was scary. Yeah. Let's just let's not have him get hurt because that would be really been really yeah. bad. Uh, I'm gonna take the. Ah. This feels like one of those where the Cowboys are such a train wreck, where you just expect okay, there's mutinies in the locker room, it's a disaster. Take Washington, and then the Cowboys will win by like thirty to ten, or which something. possibly, yeah. but you know, I, I'm gonna say that. Then take Washington so I can be right no matter what. Be like, remember when I said the Cowboys could blow them out? Yes. Yes, Perfect. I like it. Lions at Falcons. Uh, the surging Atlanta Falcons coming off a huge win over Kirk and the boys. Uh, it's going to be Falcons minus five and a half. Wow. Why? Because they have one win? Uh, because I don't think Detroit's very good. Falcons by two. By two? By two. I'm going to take the Lions. <laughs> I'm Falcons gonna... got their win. They came <laughs> out one for high, Dan Quinn. You know? <laughs> they got that win for their fired head coach. Yeah. I'm going to take Detroit. No, I'm going to take the Falcons. I'll take Falcons. I don't can like... I take the Falcons too? I don't like Detroit. <laughs> you can change your pick. We don't yeah, keep track. We're, we're going to take the Falcons. <laughs> uh, Stafford, not good. Packers at the Texans. That's kind of a fun game. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. If Rodgers shows up. Uh, I'm going to go Packers minus... Six and a half. Packers by three and a half. Okay. Yeah, apparently that one loss really. I mean, Texans well, have won two, in, two a in a row, I think. Yeah. No, they lost to Tennessee. Oh. They almost beat them, though. Yeah. Just like we almost beat them. Yeah. <laughs> As you've said before, that doesn't really count. Yeah. Close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah. Mike Remmer's playing left guard. Okay. All right. Um, I'm going to take the Packers. Taking the Packers as well. Yeah. Sucks. Who's the Texans coach? Romeo Cornell? Yeah, Romeo Cornell. Okay. They got one win for Romeo, and then they lost to the Titans. Okay. Steelers at Titans. Steelers at Titans. I'm going to say it's s- Titans minus one. Titans one and a half. One and That's a, a half. That's a good game right there. That's, I like that game. That's like two powerhouses in the AFC. I almost wish that was a Sunday night game. Yeah, that is a noon game. So, hey, it's a bye week. Get the red zone going. Hopefully, or maybe hopefully it's just on CBS for you normal folk. Yeah. Uh, uh, a, Steelers on the road. I'm going to take the Steelers. This Titans have got to run out, right? I mean, they're one of those teams that if you get ahead of them, you could beat them. But they're always so good at just controlling the ball. They run that play action slants constantly. Like, that Vrabel's... One of the best coaches in the league. He does tricky shit. Like, did you see he purposely had 12 men on the it's field? the second time he's done that in yeah. his coaching career. He did that back in 2018 uh, against the Jets. He is, he's like the the Bill Belichick disciple that everyone wanted. And then everyone got, you know, who's all the, Eric Mangini. Bill O'Brien. Yeah. They got Romeo Cornell, Charlie Weiss. Yeah. They got, Josh McDaniels. Exactly. Like, this guy, but he was never a coach with him. He was just a player, right? Yeah, he just played for Vrabel. And then he coached under Urban Meyer at Ohio State. Oh. And then he was the linebackers coach at Houston and a D coordinator. Uh, Vrabel, very good. You know, like, he gives me more of a vibe of a head coach. Where Zimmer, I feel like everyone just thinks of him as, like, the defensive guru. Yeah. You need to, like, expand your 
your horizons. I think the reason why you kind of get that vibe from Vrabel and Zimmer gives off that vibe is because he was just a defensive guru yeah, for I guess that's forever. God knows how long. Mm-hmm. Um, but Vrabel, you know, he's 44 or whatever and up and coming. Brian Flores, though, might – we haven't talked about the Dolphins yet. I don't know if they're on by, but – there's another Belichick disciple that actually. This might be the one that actually is the coaching tree one. Yeah, he comes good. He seems like he knows what he's doing. Yep. So, yep. And uh, the end, the guys seem like he kind of. I maybe it's just because they're both African American, but he reminds me of Mike Tomlin, young, like up and coming leader defense. of men. Yeah, leader of men. Yeah, like just like him and Tomlin seem like a leader of men. Where like Vrabel reminds me more of a Belichick of a like cunning outsmart you knows every trick in the book like i don't even know if his players like him that much yeah. like they're you know a little bit of a, like condescending a little bit kind of a dick like i don't know there's something about him where it's like all right asshole like well he does the 12 men on the field penalty yeah. and then he uh, does a little like a uh, fake freak out on the yeah, sideline pretends like he didn't mean to do it i mean he's the guy that was doing the the full starts or what was it when the punt yeah, thing the, made the clock keep running because like after or between like Five minutes yeah. and fifteen minutes, the clock will keep running. So he got during like a delay of game penalties in a row on purpose, and yeah, it's Zimmer. Or it was against Belichick. It was Belichick against was Belichick. Zimmer kind of reminds me more of uh, who's the guy the Bears just lost? Vic Fangio. Like no one's looking at Vic Fangio. Like oh, this guy's really gonna like. I don't know. It's just he's probably gonna coach the defense, and then he's gonna hire someone to coach the offense. Which he did. He hired yeah. Pat even Schindler. like even Stefanski. At this point, it's like okay. It, it seems like you're just mostly offense. Even Sean McVay, you're just like an offensive coach that hired a was going to hire Wade Phillips. I know oh. he's gone now, but it was Wade Phillips at first. You know, I like these coaches like Tomlin's, like Brian, Brian Flores. Flores, even Rabel, where they do seem like it's there's some coaches right there. Sean McDermott, maybe uh, like Cl- maybe Cliff Kingsbury is kind of like one of those two. Yeah, uh, he's more of an offensive, offensive guy. guy though, yeah, oh, he's getting everyone. Seems Something even like Andy Reid. It just seems like he's obviously he's mostly the offensive guy, but. I mean, he's been around forever. Yeah. Anyways, who were we talking about? Pittsburgh and yeah. the Titans. Yeah, and we, we both taken Pittsburgh? Yeah, we both yeah. took Pittsburgh. Seahawks at Cardinals. Honestly, Pete Carroll, leader of men. Yeah. I hate the guy because he bugs me, but his shtick works. Like his Over team, and over and over His again. team plays hard for him. Well, they're kind of like he does bo- it in a different way. But he's kind of rah rah. Yeah. Even though he's like seventy. Yeah. It's which weird. almost maybe works. Maybe that's why it works. Look at this old bastard running around. <laughs> Who else is rah rah like him? I feel like nobody in pro. No, probably not. He, I, I don't think so. Yeah. Didn't he coach with Belichick? He was fired for Belichick in New England. He was oh, the coach yeah, before Belichick. Then yep. he went to USC and cheated. Uh, Seahawks at Cardinals. Uh, the line's going to be Seahawks minus six and a half. By three and a half. By Cardinals coming half. off a hot win. I mean, they looked good again. They seem like they might be a little bit of a roller coaster team, though. Yeah. They're they're one of those teams where they'll probably be pretty good next year and make the yeah. playoffs. This is that learning year where it's like, how do we learn to win football games? Mm-hmm. Uh, taking the Seahawks. Oh. I'm taking the Seahawks. I'm going to take the Seahawks as well. Rumored to be the team most likely to sign Antonio Brown. So, Watch out. DK, Lockett, Antonio Brown. It's pretty good. They, you know, Pete Carroll, DK Metcalf, Antonio Brown. I want to sit and have a beer with those rah-rah guys. <laughs> like, like Pete Carroll. Does any other coach take their shirt off to meet with DK at the Combine? 
The answer is no, because no other coach did that. Yeah, no other coach would even think of doing that. Like, no. Pete Carroll's just a weirdo. Like, Pete Carroll is, seems, like, kind of reminds me of Jerry Jones. Because, like, whenever you just, like, see them, they're all, I don't know. But Jerry Jones would maybe take his shirt off for <laughs> DK Metcalf. He would now. He'll do whatever <laughs> DK wants. Uh, I feel like they're a perfect pairing, Carroll and Wilson. Because they're both kind of annoying. Like, they're both rah-rah, they're both a little cheesy, they're both... Like, actually, you know who'd be great with, with Pete Carroll is Kirk Cousins. He'd fit right in there as a robotic, like... This is what we do, we like to run the football, play yeah. good defense. Oh, wait. He'd probably still be too much of a robot for Pete yep. Carroll. Pete Carroll's like, would you have an expression? <laughs> um, Jags at Chargers. I don't think there's a perfect pairing with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Shanahan, apparently, loved him. Yeah. Loved him. Uh, what was the next Jags one? Jags at Chargers. Jags at Chargers. Chargers minus four and a half. Chargers by seven and a half. Okay, I'm taking the Chargers. Yeah, I'll take the Chargers. I'd say their coach is a leader of men, but he just might not be good at coaching. Anthony yeah, Lane could be good. He might be a good leader, but not know football well enough. Yeah, there's also those types where it's like, okay, you might be good at like getting your players like to buy in, to buy in, and like give good effort. But if you don't, also if yeah. you don't have good players, that's a problem. And yeah. if you just decision making doesn't. Yeah, seem. maybe that's it. Uh, all right, Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs at Broncos. Chiefs minus eight and a half. Chiefs by nine and a half. I'm nine and a half. Uh, Chiefs coming off a Chiefs. loss. Yeah, I'm Broncos take the coming Chiefs. off a win. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Mahomes ain't going to lose two in a row. 49ers at Patriots. Ooh, that could have been a good game at some point. Uh, Niners at Patriots. It's going to be Patriots minus two and a half. Patriots by one and a half. Yeah, what is kind of a bummer of a game like whatever like the Niners have nobody really anymore Patriots I I mean they got off to a decent start and now they're kind of looking kind of shitty yeah but I'll take the I'm gonna take the Niners I'm gonna take the Patriots Bucks at Raiders Bucks at Raiders uh Sunday night game yes Sunday night game uh Bucks minus Three and a half. Bucks by four. Bucks by four. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Bucks. I'm going to take the Bucks as well. Raiders aren't beating the Chiefs and the Bucks back to back. No, no. And that... if they do, that's a legit team then. Didn't they just lose to the Patriots though? Fairly certain they lost to the Patriots. They did at some point, yes. Not yeah. just though. Oh. Monday Night Football. Your Chicago Bears. Mine? Yours. That's disgusting. <laughs> at... My St. Louis Rams of Los Angeles. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't catch that. <laughs> um, it's going to be St. Louis minus one and a half. Oh, the <laughs> LA minus one and a half. Rams by six. Fuck yeah. I'm Nobody respects the, the Bears. Taking that in the points. Uh, Taking the Bears. Uh, you got Taking the Bears. I don't, I don't think the Rams are beating them by six, but I'm going to take the Rams and the points. Let's go. I hope the Bears get embarrassed on Monday Night Football. Yep. That can, would make my week a little better. Yep. The only the only good blowout of that game would be if the Bears got blown out by the Rams, and that would just be perfect Monday night. And so then that brings us into the Vikings game. Probably... Vikings by a million. I see this team. They're called bye week. They're, they're on the schedule. Oh, 
Are that is that the team from Washington? They possibly <laughs> bye week football team. Uh, One of our tougher opponents. At yeah. least we won't lose this week. Vikings minus three. I'm going to take the Vikes by a million. Vikes you by a million. You can't go 11 and five without losing five games. You guys remember that. 